Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mornings on SEN. Welcome back to the show. Always plenty going on at Collingwood. It's no different this off-season. Josh Gabalich from afl.com.au is down watching the pies at the moment. Uh, thanks for your time again, Gabbo. Great to be with you, Jules. Yes, out here. Not quite a proper December preseason day, but it's, <laughs> it's dry weather. Out a little bit, which is good. Yeah, it's, it's July weather. Jules. Absolutely shocking weather, uh, but very much uh, footy season. Now, Darcy Moore, that was a big story that came out on Friday, and I guess one that uh, thankfully um, was diagnosed pretty early from the medical staff. Well, that's the good news, Jules, because they're really relieved at Collingwood. It's actually quite a serious situation, that bone infection, but they got onto it really quickly. He spent some time in hospital last week. He's back home at the moment. They're not going to see him this side of the new year, but they expect him to get back into training after Christmas, after that break in January, but still a little bit unclear just in terms of when he'll make a full recovery, but no concern around round one, but they're just hopeful that it'll be straight after after Christmas when they get back in early Jan. What else is happening on the injury front at the Pies? We know that Jordan Ngoi's had a, an operation on his shoulder. Anyone else of note not really doing a lot or not training at the moment? Well, Taylor Adams is training away to the side. I can see him right now going through a running session. Obviously, we haven't seen him into that qualifying final, that really uh, gruesome groin injury against the Cats. He, he's building up. They're, they're pretty happy with where he's at. He'll transition back into full training in the new year. He was going really, really well. Until last week, they were just a little bit concerned with a, with a few things. So they're just going to be a little bit conservative this side of Christmas. But Jordan Ngoi is the one you touched on. Just a little bit of concern there. So they went and got him fixed up last week with an arthroscope with his shoulder. Again, that was the same game against Geelong in that final when he hurt his shoulder. They were hopeful that just a little bit of rest in the off-season would have sorted it out, but he needed some shoulder surgery. And speaking of shoulder surgery, Lipinski, Paddy Lipinski Mm -hmm. and Braden Maynard both had shoulder reconstructions at the end of the season. They're both out and training fully, so they've made really strong recoveries from those operations. So they're pretty happy with with those two and, and where they're at. So other than more to Goey and Adams. They've got a really good clean bill of health here at the moment. It's been a Josh Gabalich from afl.com.au. He's down at Collingwood. This is a McCafe coffee catch-up. Be ready for anything with a McCafe iced coffee. Probably a hot coffee down there at uh, Collingwood this morning. We know they've got some uh, some experienced recruits coming in, uh, Josh. You know, Dan McStay, Bobby Hill, Tom Mitchell. Of, of those three, which one do you expect to have the greatest impact on Collingwood in 2023? I think they're really excited by the way Tom Mitchell has turned up at the club. He's made a really strong impact. He's only been here for a few weeks, but he spent most of the off-season in terms of the November period at the club. And he's running as well as he's running in a long, long time. And obviously, Brendan Bolton, Craig McRae spent some time with him at Hawthorne. Big reason why he decided to come to Collingwood. They're, they're thrilled with the way he's turned up and feels a real need for them when you think how poor they were around the ball at times last year, considering how well they went to get within a point of the grand final, they were actually really beaten around the ball. So they're really happy with Tom Mitchell. McStay's turned up in really good nick as well, so they're happy with him. And Bobby Hill's the one, Jules, where there's he's you know a former first-round pick. Didn't quite make a, a huge impact at the Giants. Obviously, looked at that trade 12 months ago to Essendon, remained 
at Greater Western Sydney. We know everything he went through this year with his health. He's in fantastic condition. So pressure for spots is going to be a, a real big thing. It's going to be a big watch heading across the summer leading into round one. That's, you know, Collingwood has these players that emerged last year. Obviously, Nick Dacos was the one we all expected to emerge. But you look at McCreary took the next step. Nathan Murphy came in and became a regular and a really good defender. Jack Ginnivan, of course, had only played a handful of games. So just... Is there a couple of Collingwood you, you think might come through and do something similar that we haven't seen a lot of? There's a couple of players that were drafted a couple of years ago that we haven't seen much of yet. Is there, is there a couple of players that we should be looking for that might make that jump up to be regular senior players this year, given, as you said, the competition for spots is going to be red hot, given who they're bought in as well? Well, Jules, just one in the early stages of the preseason. I've been out here a few times now, and, and Josh Carmichael has, has made a really strong start. He's actually away from the club today. He's, He's sick, but they've been they've been really happy with how he's returned. Obviously, had a little bit of a taste after being drafted mid-year and had some really strong games. Didn't really get a look in during the finals series, but he's one that's, that's made a really strong impression so far. And Charlie Dean is the other one. Only managed yep. the two VFL games this year. Obviously, one of those recipients of the Fothergill Round Mitchell <laughs> medal, but just we didn't see him this year. Two separate foot issues. I think he would have played a lot of senior football this year. We think Jordan Ruffett only managed one game before he retired. Mark Keane remained in Ireland at the start of the year, and they were desperate for key defenders at some points in the year, especially in the first half of the year before Nathan Murphy came back from injury. So Charlie Dean's on track. He's done every session so far this side of Christmas. So I'll just be keeping a, an eye out for him because they still do lack... Some, some key defensive stock. Uh, that's why they went and got Billy Frampton during the trade period. And with Darcy Moore, just a slight unknown around him at the moment, I, I think if Charlie Dean can bank some, some good football, which he did this time last year, I think he was definitely in contention for round one heading into those preseason games. Obviously, he didn't play into the preseason games, but there was a lot of excitement around Charlie Dean this time last year. So he's he's another name just to keep an eye on across the preseason. Josh, just with Darcy Moore, do we know exactly where the bone infection is? We don't. And and the club's pretty adamant on being private around that. They want to respect Darcy Moore and his wishes to keep that private. But what they are confident about is they got onto it really, really early because it is a serious issue, but they got onto it extremely early. So they're confident that, that he'll make a full recovery and it won't be too long on the sidelines. It's just they won't see him before the Christmas break. Uh, everyone fell in love, I think, with Craig McRae last year. You didn't have to be a Collingwood supporter to respect and, and like what he brought to the table. What's he been up to this off-season? We know coaches love to do their study tours and their sponges. What, what's Craig been doing? Well, he's one, Jules, that went over to the UK and to Europe during the break. And, and spent a fair bit of time with a, a number of sporting teams. He actually spent a lot of time with Eddie Jones just before uh, he departed the English yeah. rugby setup last week. And, and and I spoke to him just before Craig McRae, and, and, and he had a great time with Eddie Jones and English rugby. Spent some time Tottenham Hotspur, Jules, obviously there on, on a break at the moment. So the players weren't around, but spent a lot of time around the academy and, and looking at how an English football powerhouse builds out from you know the teenage years up. So he went across with Hayden Skipworth with, with, with his family as well and with Jared Wade, the head of high performance here. So they, they spent a lot of time doing that. And he actually went across as a guest uh, for a summit, a leadership summit, and they ended up cluing on that Craig McRae was coming and they got him to speak and, and from all reports did a really good job <laughs> at that leadership summit. Obviously, it, I think it helps when you're the, the, uh, the coach of one of the biggest clubs in the country. So that sort of came as a bit of a surprise. I spoke to Craig's manager today about it and, 
they were definitely really keen to have him speak. So he had a really busy off-season. He arrived back in Melbourne on the Sunday before the start of the pre-season on the Monday. So it's been a really, really busy year for Craig McRae. Fascinating to see if Collingwood can back up and even go uh, a couple of steps better than they did last year. Josh, again, thanks for the update. We'll talk again soon. Sounds good, Jules. Good to chat.